Thank you for listening to Room 9, my daddy's podcast. Hope you enjoy. If you would like to help Room 9, please visit their support page. You can listen to Room 9 on your favorite podcast listening platform. Don't forget to visit our Instagram and Facebook page. Please like it. Room 9, if you better yourself, you better the world. solo episodes in a row this is kind of strange and bizarre but we are doing it originally i was going to do this on creativity but i don't feel like i'm quite there yet with how i want to talk about it so down the road that will be a future solo episode when i need one right now i have episodes pretty much all booked to almost the end of september not all recorded yet but you know they are on the schedule so i don't know when the next time it's going to be that i do a solo episode but that will um happen when it happens. So I figured I would keep it another kind of 30 minute, 25 minute episode and go over something that I have been using as a tool for quite some time. And I'm sure some people who are listening to this have probably heard me talk about it, but it's the whole concept of knowing who you are and like watching yourself as if you're a complete stranger. And I just kind of want to just dive right into it. I want to keep this shorter but explain. I'm going to leave a link to a video of this clinical psychologist who honestly probably can even ex- talk about this better than me. This is not some idea that I just came up with and I just heard this way of really where it is, where you need to really start if you want to change as an individual, if you want to work on things. And there's so many fascinating pieces in this little video and I want to kind of talk about them a little bit more, mainly for my sake because saying stuff out loud like this and then listening back and recording it is awesome for me. I love it. Anyway, here we go. Let's get to it, folks. I remember when this idea first came up and I was thinking about it a lot. And at first you kind of have this prideful moment of know myself. How do I get to know myself? Well, immediately you think I do know myself. I know what I like. I know what I, I want. At least we think we know what we want. You know, I know what I need. And we have this, I know what my favorite color is, my favorite movie. But this takes us on such a deeper level. So the first step to all of this is to understand and come to a point, and it's humbling, and you need humility to come to it, is the fact that you don't know who you are. And that was kind of the first hurdle of this whole thing, and probably one of the hardest. I mean, to get to this point takes radical humility. And really, it's like the humility of recognizing your ignorance, the humility of recognizing that you're not perfect, that you're flawed. And I think some people take that to an extreme too, I guess, at points, and we all realize that we are super flawed, and sometimes that can be heavy as well. I know that was the case for me at many points in my life. I believe you have to learn how to do this with nothing but love and acceptance because it can become very heavy very quickly if you start looking at yourself and trying to work on things and you don't have any slack that you can cut yourself 
you start watching yourself and you you realize that maybe you don't know yourself as much as you think you actually do. And I even thought about so many things, and this is even beyond the whole substance use thing, just simple habits that I would want to start implementing in my life and I could never do it. And that made me realize, okay, well, maybe I, if I knew myself as well as I am thinking I do, I would know how to stop and do different things. How would I learn this better? How would I apply this to my life better? And because we don't really know ourselves that well, we do things all the time that we don't really want to do. And you realize, well, you probably don't know yourself as well as you think you do. You see your flaws, you see your weakness, you see so many things. The upside to this, I guess, kind of um, a reward for realizing the horror of who you actually are is that you also don't realize the potential you have. And this was one of my favorite things when I was getting into Jungian psychology a little bit, at least attempting to get into it, and realizing the shadow projection and how that's not only a darkness, it's not only the evil that you see in other people, the darkness you see in other people is probably in you. It's also the good. So all those people that you admire, that you look up to, your influences, your heroes, you know, whatever, that list goes on of people that you admire and you think, wow, I could never be that great or good at that. That is also a projection. And that was an awesome realization I remember having because that's an amazing thing. So as you're digging and you're finding these things you stink at, you can also find where your true potential is. And one of my favorite things and one of the most strange things I think is your potential always seems to be connected to your darkness somehow. And that's why I think it's so important that we can find the courage and the bravery to go into our darkness and to see what we suck at. Because as I'm in that process right now, it is amazing because I have slowly started to find out how I can use these things that I thought were screwed up of me to even have and that I probably, not probably, that I did use a lot in my addiction. But I found how I can twist those and use those for good. And I'm just getting into that in this point in my life. And it is amazing. It is super awesome. And that's why I want to encourage so many people find the ways to go into your darkness. So you're continuing to watch yourself like a stranger. And in this little video, again, I'll have it linked in the description. I wrote down all the questions he said. He was like, as you start watching yourself as a stranger and you watch and you listen and you start asking yourself these questions, and I wrote them down almost verbatim because I thought they were so important. Some of them are just so, they're heavy questions. And if you really start watching yourself in an objective way where you can ask yourself these questions, it can be so powerful. And so as you're watching yourself, you ask yourself and you listen and you answer these questions, you know, what sort of person am I? How am I reacting emotionally when I'm communicating in that manner? Is that making me feel stronger? Is what I'm saying making me feel weaker? Is it filling me with shame? Is it helping my confidence? Am I laying out a lie? Am I deceiving myself or am I deceiving other people? Am I adopting a personality at gatherings that is designed to impress somebody? What are my dark fantasies? What are my aggressive fantasies? What is it that I'm willing to do? What am I interested in? so that I can spontaneously pursue it? What do I procrastinate about? Why do I procrastinate it? What am I unwilling to do? What do I think is good? What do I congratulate myself for accomplishing? What do I berate myself for failing? What do I not confront or what can I not implement? I mean, these are such powerful questions when you can actually answer those. 
when you can objectively look at yourself as if you were a complete stranger and answer these questions, you can learn so much about yourself in the direction that you need to go. I mean, those are all incredibly complicated questions that you don't know the answers to, but that's where you start. And I think that's important to remember. That's where almost everybody has started. And as I was just saying, I really believe that you discover your potential when you discover your darker parts of yourself, when you discover your potential for mayhem. And when you can take that darkness and incorporate it into a higher order of yourself, to, into, a, into a higher order personality, I mean, the word he used in the video is implacable, and I think that's an awesome word for it because it can, it, it can make you someone who can say no when you need to say no. It can make you someone who won't avoid necessary conflict. And I don't mean physical conflict because I really feel so much physical conflict comes from the repression of not having the conflict when you should have it. I am terrible at that. I have been working on my passive aggression. I have been working on my avoidance of conflict for so long. It is ridiculous. And I've come a long way, but I still have a long way to go. But we have to start somewhere. And I think this is the beginning of where change can happen. So much of us cannot change things because we have no idea who we are. We have no idea how to work with ourselves. We have no idea what works for us. And we have to start looking at ourselves objectively. We have to realize we are ignorant to who we are. And I don't know if that ever that ignorance ever fully goes away. I think you can become more aware. But it's so easy, I have discovered, it's so easy to get great at something. Okay, I'm really aware of this. I'm going to be aware. And then you lose some sight of other things. I think it takes so much energy to fully be completely aware all the time of everything. And it's so easy to slip back into subjective reality where, okay, you can forget about all these things. And so I think that's really the biggest challenge. I think it's a lifelong process of balance and commitment to change and commitment to improving your individuality. That's where you start. And I think that moves into you start challenging yourself more. And the clinical psychologist in the video is also the author of that book that I talked about a lot, just that one chapter of compare yourself to who you were yesterday, not to who someone else is today. And I think that's the, the most amazing way to challenge yourself and to see that you have been moving forward. But it just starts with incremental change. Just you stare at something and we avoid it and we avoid it. It's like spend 15 seconds with that thing you're avoiding. And eventually your, your, your step will get so small that you won't be able to say no to it because you'll ask yourself, are you really that much of a coward where you can't spend 15 seconds with this thing you're avoiding? And then you go on and you spend 30 seconds and then you add more and more and more. And then eventually you're just doing it habitually. But we have to get to this point where we can work with who we are. We can realize that I'm flawed, you're flawed, we're all flawed. And you have to realize that you have to take these little steps. That is the way. And over time, if starting a business has shown me anything, it is that everything takes patience. Everything takes time to build, time to work, time to be successful or, or time to accomplish your goal. I mean, there are things that you can change and you know what they are. And then you have to set small steps that will put you in the direction that you want to go. And almost everybody has started from this point of this, let me just spend 15 seconds. Can I just do this for 15 seconds? Everybody started at that point, at least almost everybody. I guess I can't say everybody, but I'm sure that you've come across somebody who is extremely disciplined 
And I would be willing to put a lot of money on the fact that they became very disciplined through this exact same way. You start watching yourself objectively. You see what you need to work on. You implement those things in very small steps. And eventually, over time, you become you know, this crazy disciplined person or whatever it is you're trying to implement in your life. A really slow incremental improvement is so key. So often I have put these extremely high goals, and it's okay to have high goals, but you need the steps to get there. You need the smaller goals in order to get to that high goal. Something else that has really been on my mind lately to really be a part of and to really surround myself with is just taking responsibility for everything, owning up to my mistakes, owning up to the fact that I slipped up. That's a huge step because as you start doing that, you become okay with failing. And as you become okay with failing, you start learning more from failure. And when you can learn from failure, well, you guys all know what I say about that all the time because that is unbelievably priceless. You just allow yourself to make mistakes, look like a fool, who cares, and you learn from it. Boy, look out. I think the thing that makes us so difficult is there is a loss of ego that comes with it. It almost sometimes can literally feel like a piece of you is dying, being burnt off. I mean, that's what it feels like. It is so difficult to do this, and this is why I think so many people struggle to find connection because this is the only way to really get to it. Because then you meet and connect with other people who are doing the same things that you are. That's when you truly meet authentic and genuine and vulnerable human beings. And as painful as this loss of ego is, this is what you need because that is exactly what is interfering with your growth to begin with. That part of you that you're losing, that part of you that you're getting rid of and overcoming is the same exact thing that is holding you back. We are too proud of who we think we are to notice of what we need to change so that we can change properly. So the beginning of change, I really believe, just it begins with figuring out how to watch yourself like a stranger. And then you start challenging yourself. You see how far past yesterday you can push today and tomorrow. So as we're doing these things, as we're working on these things, the more we have our vision aligned with the highest conceivable possible good, and I know that word can get really tricky too a lot of times, but generally speaking, we know what is good, what is right, and what is wrong. Obviously, that can go somewhere very deeply philosophically, but generally speaking, we know. And the more we have our vision aligned with that, the highest possible good you can imagine. And then with that, we have truth, and we have speech, and we have action. So we're not only talking, we're showing people, we're actually doing it. And the more we can do that, the more potential you can develop, the more potential you can find. And to me, that's exciting. The strange thing is, and I guess it's kind of a paradox, is it's also the most difficult, the most raw, the most heavy. I mean, you start coming to terms with your pain. You start coming to terms with your mistakes. You start coming to terms with your suffering. But you also start seeing a beauty in it. There's just this beauty in it, in the darkness, in the pain. There's such a beauty in it when you get to a certain point in your life because you realize it's an inevitable thing that you can't avoid it, that everybody has to have some sort of it. That's the, that's the payoff for being able to think and to think about thinking. That's the payoff for consciousness, the higher order of consciousness that we have as human beings, I guess. We have the ability to contemplate the past and the future, and yet at the same time, it's, it's, it's our biggest curse. 
there's sometimes a feeling of alienation and isolation on this journey. I mean, it is no simple thing to take this way, to take this path of life, especially when you drive around and you walk around and you see so much ignorance. But there is deep, deep meaning behind doing this. And as you start to discover it and just you get a piece of it, there is nothing better in the universe. To get to a point in your life where you can accept your darkness, you can use it in a higher order of yourself, you can use it for good. I mean, to get to a point where you can challenge yourself every day, to get to a point where you can fail with confidence and acceptance and the awareness to pay attention and learn, the more you do all this, it becomes difficult, but it becomes so beautiful. It becomes almost like, all right, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. You find your passion. You find what you love working on. You find what you love to do. You find out what you want to do. You f just decide you're going to do it no matter what and not stop. There's so many amazing things that can come from this. And I feel like so many people are missing out on it. I feel like it's one of the biggest things that is missing in the world of mental health and especially in substance use and in recovery. Chances are the thing that you think is your biggest weakness is probably your biggest strength as well. And that's something, if you don't take anything from this, take that. Find a way to use what you think is your darkness, what you think is your weakness. Find ways to use that as a strength. So if you even want to hear this said in such a better way, follow the link, take some time and listen to it. It's only, what, 10 minutes long, I think. But this was a huge part of my path and my journey and a huge part of my turnaround and a huge, huge part in my recovery because I am nowhere near close to being the same person I was three years ago. I mean, I look back two months ago and the difference I see in myself is insane. For me, one of the biggest challenges was working on myself, but still being able to have self-love, self-acceptance, confidence, and all those things. Because for me, originally, I was working on myself, but all that did was make things heavier because I had no, okay, I'm going to cut myself some slack. It's okay. I was missing that, that self-love, that self-acceptance. And once you can develop that, this journey becomes so much easier because you're okay with being flawed. You're okay with failing. And that is the biggest thing that has changed in me from before my addiction to after. All right, watch the video. Peace out. Much love. Next week, we will be having, as long as everything goes to plan, this that episode will be with a gentleman by the name of Nick Jaworski. And he works with a lot of mental health and treatment providers, companies, as far as getting them a marketing plan. But I love it. And I'm obviously, I got to do a lot more research this week. But what he really does is he goes into the companies, I believe anyway, I'll correct it if I'm wrong next week, but he goes and works with the companies from the really the ground up to develop a marketing plan to reach people with the main goal of helping and connecting with these people. So it's pretty awesome. I'm excited to talk with him. Um, again, if what I just said was totally off, I will correct it next week. <laughs> All right. Peace. Much love. Later. Real quick shout outs to everybody 
who has shown support, whether it was even donating and getting a shirt, whether it was just sending me an encouraging message. If I have not gotten back to you, just shoot me a quick reminder message, please, because so many came in at once. And to be quite frank and honest, I was n- I have a little simple system and I was not my system was not good enough and I was not disciplined enough in it to make sure I was connecting and talking and communicating with everybody because social media and that whole kind of marketing section, I am, it's my least favorite and it's my weakness and I have to work on getting better at that. But please, if I did not get back to you, send another shout out and I will do my best. No, it is not intentional. I am unbelievably grateful and humbled and feel blessed to have the people and the support that I have. And I hope that continues to grow and I hope this community continues to grow and we connect with people and learn from people and start enjoying the struggles and the pain in the asses that come with life. All right, guys, room9podcast.com. Head there if you'd like. I am working on so many different things right now where I actually need to organize it and narrow it down, but there's going to be a member site area that's trying to piece that together. Obviously, the whole project thing that I always have been talking about the last couple months, still piecing that together, networking, trying to connect with different people and seeing exactly where it's going to go, what it's going to form into. I'm super excited about how that is going to happen. So peace out. Love you. Talk to you next week. Thank you.